We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Mile High Huddle Podcast with your football priests, Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Remember, Broncos country is not a geographic location. It's a state of being. Welcome in, everybody. It is today a gut reaction episode of the Mile High Huddle podcast. It is obviously a little bit different look because in case you missed it, we've been at the stadium all day rocking and rolling, MHH meet and greet. It's been a gas. And I got to tell you, vindication, Broncos. MHH meet and greet remains undefeated. When MHH is out in full force, the Broncos, they show up, they step up, they win. It even snapped Nick's curse. The mojo, all right, what has more power, the MHH mojo or the Kendall curse? We now know the answer. Nick got a win. Finally, he saw the Broncos win. So real quick, guys, we'll talk about the meet and greet here in a moment, okay, because it was such a gas, probably the, the biggest and best one. Look, here's Chris throwing down symbolic super chat, as he is wont to do on uh, on game days. Thank you, bro. He's saying MHH is undefeated. We missed you. Honestly, we missed you. Hope to see you on the next one. Thank you for the support, Chris. Let's, let's talk about the game for just a minute here, guys. We're in my hotel room because it's just not feasible to dry, try and do the stream anymore uh, from, the, from the stadium, alas. But let me, let me start. Eric, first things first. Broncos defeat the Packers, 1917. What was your gut reaction and some of your uh, observations from the game? The defense played a lot better than we've seen recently. They finally stepped up a little bit and still some issues on the offense. Mike McFlinchy's got to figure it out with the false starts and you know just not constantly losing. But it was more of a complete game than we've seen from the Broncos all season. Uh, Nick, some of your thoughts. Broncos offensive line in the run game, especially. I mean, they were efficient the whole game. They were breaking off decent runs. They were not getting stuffed very often. Uh, the Packers have a large number of first-round picks on that defensive front. And I was really impressed. Not just the, I know we all say running backs don't matter or whatever, but I mean, P. Ryan contributed. Javante Jam- uh, Williams, probably his best game since the injury. And Jill McLaughlin contributing. So the Broncos running backs in the run game were my big takeaways uh, from the victory today. Lance, brother, we got to hear from Lance, who has been an absolute monster today, showing out in force. What is it? What did you see today? What was the takeaway? Well, the, the big thing is I think that this is one of the most complete games that we've seen, at least from the defense and the offensive uh, 
side of the, of the football put together. They played complimentary football. The Broncos, you know, um, they, they came out, they they established the, the line of scrimmage on offense. They, they got the running game going, even though I wish they would have committed to it just a little bit more, especially down the stretch where uh, they, they were gashing the Green Bay Packers offensive line. Like, like Nick said, you know, uh, Javante Williams had arguably his best game uh, coming back from that injury. Uh, his, his eyes were in the right place. His footwork looked was really good. He broke a couple of tackles and just, it was, it was really good to see this team finally come together, even though, I mean, it, it was still kind of an ugly game, but you know what? An ugly win is still a win. And that's the thing that matters the most. The Broncos avoided total abject disaster and an own four start at home, which would have been the first time. in I think forever, right? That would have been the first time it ever happened. Sean Payton got his first win. I got to tell you, there was a stretch there in the second half where you could feel the gut check set in with the, the whole team and also the uh, the the stadium. Look, we've got a top rope super chat, Troy, who was here today. Yeah, so you. cool to to meet you uh, and hang out with the little man as well. Um, Jonah, yes. Jonah, yep. see, yep. steel trap, Troy. Uh, thank you, bro. Very generous. You make the trip, you hang out. That's an expense. Then you throw down a very generous super chat. So thank you, my friend. He says, thank you for the meet and greet. Glad the Nick curse was broken. Looks like a different defense, and it's KC performance looks more impressive today. Bracing for next week. Thank you again for the cap for my stepson. We gave him a hat. Uh, great to meet everyone. Absolutely. Nick, what uh, what do you foresee? What? How do you make sense of the changes that have, have happened on defense? Honest to God, this is going to sound basic and lame, but they're just executing more. Yes. Uh, I think the run fits have been more solid. It feels like they know what they're doing more. I don't see anything that's changing dramatically scheme-wise. I just see them making the tackles let, better. Let me ask you this. Better. How big of a difference has it been getting Jewel and Simmons back as far as communication fits and all that? Oh, absolutely. been huge. I mean, those two guys are in the right place consistently. Uh, you're not having those big breakdowns. That's another big takeaway today. Other than the A.J. Dillon pass, I don't know if the Packers had. There was a Christian Watson pass, too, but I think those were the only plays the Packers had today over 20 yards. Um, so the Broncos did a really good job. I know the Ben Dope break is a little bit of a you know curse word sometimes for some folks, but the Broncos kept the Packers from hitting those back-breaking plays, made them have to earn it. We saw the Packers continually, you know, false starts, holdings that would set them back, and they just couldn't get up. So I think the execution and the uh, just overall fundamentals of the defense have been much better from them rather than anything that's changed schematically. It's a huge improvement, and um, it's showing you that even though the offense is far from a, a finished product and far from where Broncos country wants it to be, I know we're talking about the Green Bay Packers, but the offense with Sean Payton, as they work out their kinks, it's good enough to win on Sundays if you get a complimentary performance from the defense. Yep. Uh, against the Chiefs, obviously 19 points, probably not going to get it done, although last week uh, you would have had a chance if you could have scored like that. Um, Eric, what did you make quick, the couple of controversial moments from the game? The uh, simultaneous catch right? PS2 and the Green Bay Packers touchdown. What did you make of that? Well, I mean, it's just the way the rule is written. I mean, a simultaneous catch goes to the offense. Um, it was a great play by Sutton. It was a great play by the receiver and Sertan, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, we've had a long but very good day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just, the, it's just the way the rule is written and uh, it, it sucks because it, you know, gave them that touchdown, but it is what it is. 
Lance, what do you make of the Kareem Jackson hit? Was it dirty? Did it de did it deserve the flag? And the fact that he's getting ejected, he's obviously, you know, he's he's uh, public enemy number one to these officials. I think I think the big part is just the launch angle. It didn't necessarily look like he took off and launched towards the head, but with Musgrave going down to the ground the way that he was, it was just one of those bang bang plays that continuously see with with Kareem Jackson. It's it's the repeat offender thing, you know. We he just got what forty three thousand dollars worth of a fine this last week for that. He's been fined in five of seven games this year. He's probably going to get suspended after this this hit against Musgrave. Um, uh, watching it back, I didn't think that it was necessarily too egregious, but at the same time, you know, I, I do think that the NFL officials, not to say that they were like targeting him by any stretch of the imagination, but they have that, you know, he's got that target on his back because just the the reputation that he does have, if you know what I mean. Well said, my brother. We got a super chat here from Ed, who we got to meet for the first time today. Really cool. Mm -hmm. Ed used to, to live on the on the right coast, so to speak, on the East Coast. Uh, he's recently moved to Denver, so he's close. And uh, today we got to hang and and chill with Ed for a little while, which was really cool. So thanks for making the trip down to see us, Ed. And thank you for the super chat, big dog. He says, we won. I am happy. I hope it doesn't come back to bite us in the naughty word. It was great to meet you guys today. Had a blast. Thank you, brother. Thanks, it really thanks, was. Uh, the Ronk in the house. What's up, Mike? So good to see you. One of these days you got to make the trip for the, for the meet and greet because – it is a gas, dude. We missed you today. Hopefully, we get to see you on the next one and, and really appreciate you. Thank you, bud. We're going to do some rapid fire here on the Super Chats and try and catch up and then sh share some more thoughts here. Uh, the Papa Bear in the house, he was here today uh, hanging out the entire time. And then he also, of course, went and enjoyed the game. And then we even gave him a ride back to his hotel because he's family. He's the Papa Bear. He's David McElrath saying it was outstanding. Thanks, bro, to make the trip. Uh, a guy who's traveling many hundreds of miles to get here, that expense, the expense of getting a hotel room, the expense of feeding yourself along the way, finding a ticket to the game, which he did. And then to throw down a super chat as the cherry on top, we're honored. We thank you. Really appreciate you, David. You demand. So good to, to meet you. Listen, we all know it's way more fun to be there live for Denver Broncos football. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the Denver Broncos and the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat with a wide selection of tickets available for every game. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. And you can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors, that beautiful orange and blue. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Denver Broncos. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look who it is. Dale in the house. D-Dub. Now, this was a cat. Uh, sorry, Dale. Ethan in the house. This is a cat. I know that that Scott has had an opportunity to meet uh, to meet Ethan, but one of these days, we all want to meet. You got to make the whole trip out. You got to come out all the way to the promised land. But a very generous super chat from across the pond. He says, Nick, the linebackers sucked. Just be glad the Packers suck more than Denver. Don't even try to say the linebacker play was good. 17 points today. Only give up one, uh, I think, no runs. Of, over Only one run of over 10 yards. I didn't think they were very poor today um, overall. I mean, uh, were they outstanding? No, but, uh, I mean, 10, 11 tackles. I think Singleton set a record for 10 tackle games in a row uh, today, <laughs> five straight games. They're yeah. not difference makers. Um, I had more of an issue, honestly, with the pass rush today. I don't think Love yeah. really got hit very that, often. That was um, but, I mean, overall, I'm going to have a hard time complaining about the uh, the defense considering where they were just, you know, two, three weeks ago. So, and I, real quick, I did want to say one thing we haven't talked about yet, but wanted to give a shout out to Cortland Sutton today. Yeah. Had an awesome game and that touchdown dial up for him as well. The first uh, completion of the game. This was one of the best games from Sutton we've seen in a bit as well. So did want to give a shout out to that guy. Six receptions, 76 yards and a beautiful dialed up play with a uh, trips formation to the left from Sean Payton. Um, just an absolutely great game from uh, Cortland Sutton. Maybe his last game is the Bronco. We'll see what happens here, but uh, did <laughs> want to give a shout out to Sutton. Guys, apologies if you see me leaning over and blocking Lance out. We're kind of uh, we're making lemonade here doing the stream with not our normal setup, so bear with us here. Uh, Miguel, brother, good to see you. Look, a lot of love for Nick. I told you. We scheduled the meet and greet in October so that we could finally get Kendall off a mountain somewhere near Seattle in, in time to be here, and he made it, and it's great. The whole Kendall clan, it was so fun to hang out with everybody. But he's saying, Nick, so pumped you finally got to see the Broncos get the dub, maybe a turning point, Broncos. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, the, the optimists are going to want to read into this as a potential turning point. Um, we, I, I have a hard time resisting that. I want to believe. But at the end of the day, um, the last seven years have taught me to not get my hopes up too much. But, uh, Eric, what are the odds of this being perhaps a turnaround moment? I mean, the Chiefs coming up next week. What are they, two and five now? Is there a shot in a snowball's chance in H-E double hockey sticks that they can turn the ship around? I mean, there's always that chance, but watching the game, obviously I haven't had a chance to watch it back yet. There were still enough issues that are that still make me skeptical of beating the Chiefs, but watching the defense, I was skeptical, skeptical of the performance against the Chiefs because the Chiefs shot themselves in the foot a lot, but watching them against the Packers, and granted it's the Packers' offense, which isn't great, you're getting you're building confidence that you can carry over 
after you know what they did against the Chiefs already, and then this game, like the confidence can help them like continue this trend going forward. Uh, well said. The Duchess jumping in. We got to hang out, of course, with Michaela. She came out. Um, listen, Michaela, I'm going to call you later because we do have to settle up on a couple things. So thank you for being there. Thank you for the support. As always, you are you mean the world to us. So love you. Appreciate you. And thank you. So glad you had a blast. We had fun. It was like there were there were a few moments at today's meet and greet where it was like, am I in a mosh pit? or is this the MHH meet and greet? It was really cool. The turnout. Let's, let's share some thoughts on that real quick. Lance, you've been to, have you been to all three? No. So this you is missed the, last year. I missed last year. Yeah. So unfortunately. Two, he's been to two of the, of the three. Tell us what you thought of this year's meet and greet. Dude, it was so awesome just to see everybody come back. I mean, uh, Papa Bear was there, you know, uh, Bama X was in the house. We had um, Robot. We had, uh, obviously, Michaela was there. Um, Naj was in the house. It, just everybody. I mean, a, a bunch of other people from other different websites come around and whatnot. I had a, a bunch of new friends that, you know, uh, I've talked to uh, just, you know, privately or even here on the shows. But to be able to go in and meet everybody, you know, and meet Nick's parents, meet Carl and meet everybody for the first time was just it was an absolute blast. It really was. It, like if you guys get the opportunity to come out, please make sure you do. Because uh, as I was telling everybody, you know, it, it, without you guys coming out and, and showing the support, whether you're it's on the website, whether it's here doing the show, whether it's super chatting or just even coming for the comments on Twitter and stuff like that, we can't do this without you guys. Like quite honestly, that's the, that's the biggest thing is to put names to faces and just shake everybody's hands and just show the appreciation, the love that everybody has for us and to be able to reciprocate that. That was, that was such a great feeling for me today. And I, I really appreciate everyone for showing up for that. Well said, big dog. Eric, you've been to perfect attendance, brownie points with the boss, all three meet and greets. What, what Was there anything different about this year's? What were your thoughts about today's meet and greet? Well, I mean, this year, I mean, talked about a lot. Bringing my brother, um, so I'm post a couple things. We got in the to chat. sing happy birthday to him and, and embarrass him, embarrass him. Embarrass him uh, but having him there was awesome. Like, but uh, I touch on what Lance said, like, just getting to know everybody in the chat a little bit. Like, you guys have a, you know, every every night you get an hour insight into us a little bit. A lot of us talk about our personal lives on the show a little bit, but we it gives us a chance to get to know you guys and all that. Uh, so it's just awesome meeting you. But every year it's still it's always such a surreal feeling when people come like you're Eric. Like it's such a surreal feeling. Like it just it's just awesome. Like, and if you haven't made it yet, hopefully next year, like more and more. Like, don't let it get to your head though. <laughs> that's hard. That's hard not to happen. Uh, look who it is. We got Papa Kendall in the house. Got to hang out with Darren today. Uh, I forget. I'm sorry. What's your mom's name again? Chris. Chris. Yeah. The Kendalls. So awesome and great people. Uh, obviously, very proud of their boy. So congratulations on that. Uh, Darren, thank you for the support. Look, he's throwing down. He's going home with a few trinkets. Um, but so cool to meet your parents. And, of course, he brought the missus. And it was really cool. Yeah. Get home safe tomorrow, Dad. <laughs> uh, okay. We have to, unfortunately, keep tonight's live stream relatively brief. We still got a little bit of time. Uh, but we got a lot of work to do. And it's kind of uh, a less than ideal setup for us doing the, the live stream this way. The cameras kind of suck. We're in a hotel room. We're all sitting on a bed and just like making the, the most of it. And it's great. We love being here, but we got a lot of uh, work to do on the written side. So forgive us. We'll make it up to you. But Ethan jumping in again, brother. Thank you. He says, this is, this win says we have the right coach. So Nick, do we have the right coach? 
I think so. Uh, one game is, you know, the broader sample size is still two and five on the season. Uh, but I mean, the one that I think we do got to give a little bit of shout out to is Vance Joseph on this one. I mean, both touchdowns today for the Packers were fluky as hell. Let's just be honest. Yeah, I mean, for sure. The, the interception could have gone either way. The double tip pass. I mean, defense played well. And I think that's a testament to Sean Payton as well, circling back because, you know, there were it had been easy to fire him to scapegoat True. him early. And he stuck with him. And the defense, I think, is playing a lot better. I mean, like Eric said, was that Chiefs game last week fluky? Packers, I mean, Jordan Love looks, you know, a little bit out of his sorts there. Uh, I don't think he's going to be, the, the Packers are not going to be rolling three Hall of Fame quarterbacks in a row, I think we can say right now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, overall, yeah, I think this does, this is a, a good feather for Sean Payton going forward, and we should be confident with that. And I mean, just the design as well. I mean, the balance today, yes. guys were open. Um, the, the players are the players, uh, but I thought the scheme and everything was pretty darn good today. What do you think? This is a subject I just want to spend a minute on. Is this more evidence, Eric, that this is uh, that Sean Payton has the Broncos on the right path? Yeah, I mean, outside of the game against the Chiefs, I haven't really questioned the play calling a whole lot. Um, so this game was like going right back, getting back on track with the play, with the play calling, you know, getting the weapons involved early and trusting the weapons to go make a play. Um, and just using them like some of that falls on Russell Wilson too. He had more trust. He had that one throw to Wilson or to Sutton where Sutton was pretty tightly covered and mm -hmm. Sutton just went and got the ball. Um, so got to tip my hat to Russell Wilson too, for just playing smarter and being a little bit more aggressive with his throws than we've seen all season. Yes. I want Lance's thoughts on this. Are the Broncos on the right path with uh, Sean Payton? And then we're going to do some rapid fire on super chat. I think the one thing that you saw today from this team, it not only is just the um, competitive desire, um, co complimentary football, but resiliency. This team showed resiliency. They they were up sixteen to sixteen to three at one point. Uh, the Packers came back. They scored those two touchdowns. And like Nick said, yeah, they're fluky, you know. But they didn't get down. They marched right back down the field. I had an opportunity to score a touchdown. Ended up not being able to get it done. But they they kicked the field goal there to take the lead. And then the defense came back out. And while uh, they got the uh, the uh, the uh, unnecessary roughness hit on Kareem Jackson shortly right after that, I mean, P.J. Locke, the, made, the play that he made on the interception where he was all the way on the other side of the field, I'll bet you he went 25 yards to go and go and make that interception that was to seal dumb. the game. It was absolutely incredible to see. So just the, the I think the big thing here is uh, trusting in the coaching, trusting in the schemes, trusting in your assignments and executing was really big today. But just the 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 sense of resiliency you saw of yeah we got we got knocked down in the fourth quarter there, but we came back, we made the plays that we needed to, and we got the we got the first home win of the season. And that's the that's again the overarching key takeaway that you need to take from this game. Hey gang. Make Little Caesars the official pizza sponsor of the NFL part of your game day. You know how it is watching the Broncos. To say the least, you work up a bit of an appetite. But you can get ahead of that by ordering online during our Pizza Pizza pregame, one hour before and three hours after NFL kickoffs, plus all day Sunday, and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Either way, you win. Personally, I'm a big fan of Little Caesars plain cheese pizza, but my favorite for what it's worth is the pepperoni with stuffed crust. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Huge, uh, perhaps like growing moment for the team as a culture to realize, okay, we've been here before where we get up, things are going well. Of course, the other guys get paid too. They storm back in the second half. We go into a shell and lose the game. Uh, it started feeling that way for a minute in the fourth quarter, but the Broncos bounced back and overcame it and having that belief to go, okay, as a collective, now we know we can do that. We don't know the limits of how that can help this team that's still relearning how to win, and that's a big obstacle for Sean Payton. All right, back to the Super Chats. David Kilgore, what's up, dude? So good to see you. He says, I didn't understand why Jackson was thrown out of the game. He led with his shoulder on the hit, so it looked like a legal tackle. Can you please explain? I mean, and thank you for the Super Chat, David. My my explanation on this, guys, and I want your thoughts, is simply it's he's a repeat offender, to, to use Lance's phrase, and the officials were already on uh, on their toes relative to – Kareem and watching him with the the microscope, so to speak, and then you you factor in the uh, wham bam, such a quick thing that it's maybe an overreaction. Uh, I agree upon at first though. I mean, if you're those guys, you're watching it real time. I mean, Jeff and I we we're watching it. Where I said, oh yeah, busted dude. That and then upon review, you're going, oh wait a minute, no no no. But he's such a repeat offender, so he doesn't get that benefit of the doubt. Uh, Nick, your thoughts. I mean, at this point, yeah, he has the wanted poster entering every game, right? So uh, it's going to happen. I wouldn't be shocked at all if he's suspended from this one. He might appeal it because on replay, it didn't look as bad. But as uh, Scott always likes to say, he leads with his head. So it's always going to be an issue. I mean, he's a small guy. What is he? Uh, 5'10", 190 for a safety. That's pretty small. So he has to come with some violence. I wouldn't have him totally change his style because then I could hurt himself too. He's got to be a little bit smarter and pick the time and place. Uh, but... That's uh, I think it's going to happen, and it won't be the last time we see him probably ejected. What about the depth of safety has been atrocious, right? What were your thoughts on P.J. Locke? Thank God he's back, right? You know, having to rely, unfortunately, on Delarin. Yeah, but how – Delarin? No, Delarin. Delarin. Delarin Turner-Yell was uh, bad, bad for the Broncos early. P.J. Locke recently back off of whatever it was, IR or PUP. I can't remember which one. Short-term IR. Uh, look at this. Look at this. It made a big difference, uh, though, PJ Locke. So thank the football gods. Ethan from across the pond. He wasn't here today with his presence to show the love, but he's showing it on Super Chat uh, in a big, bad way. Because, you know, when you look at the conversion rate on a on a British pound relative to American dollars, it's like our birthday today right now. Thank, thank you, Ethan, dude. Seriously. Love you. Appreciate you so much. He says it's a good win, uh, but... Good win, but is but is it? He's talking about probably the big term. Probably talking big picture here, right? Bad Packers team, and we can probably pretty confidently say that that was two teams that are not going to be playing postseason this yeah, year, watching yeah. them play. And also, you know, a lot of Broncos fans coming into this game with eyes on the NFL draft. But it's hard to win in the NFL, and this is a team that needs to figure out how to win. Fortunately, if you are, you know, eyes all ahead towards the draft, almost every single team that the Broncos were in competition with for that top pick one as well. So 
We'll just see how it plays, but it's hard to win in the NFL. And I feel happy. I feel most happy for those players. I mean, yeah. they've been dog this year. It's got to be just totally horrible to be in that locker room after. I mean, that Miami game, I can't imagine the flight home after that. Yeah. Get a tough home win like this one, a tough game. I mean, they had a halftime lead and they finally held on to one. So, I mean, it's that little things. Hopefully learning to win. Maybe you won't see the results this year, but it's going to take baby steps for the Broncos. And maybe today is one of those steps. I think the big thing, Nick, is what you just said, learning how to win. This team has been losing for, what, seven or eight years now? I mean, with you can talk about Russell Wilson, DJ Jones, you know, Kwan Williams, the guys that have had, like, winning cultures before in their in their careers. But the majority of this roster, you know, Justin Simmons, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Garrett Bowles, you know, uh, the, the main core of this roster, they don't know how to win. And I think today was a big thing. Like I said earlier, just the resiliency, but learning how to go out there and make the plays, learning how to win. I think that's the biggest takeaway you have to take away from this game. Well said. Ethan, again, dude, your generosity, that's three ma- – Two big, big super chats and then like a massive top rope, dude. So love you, dude. Thank you. Uh, Claude, brother, appreciate the support on Facebook. He's saying a well-rounded performance. Uh, that Packers touchdown was an interception by Sertan. Go Broncos. Big boy stars from Claude. Thank you, big dog. Uh, one of these days, we hope to be able to meet you at uh, one of these events at the stadium. So uh, we'll, we'll look forward to that. But thank you, Claude. Uh, Chief Braided Hair Brady in the house. I always stumble over that one. Thank you, Chief. So good to see you. Let's go, Broncos. Let's go, MHH. Right back at you, dude. Thank you, bud. Um, unique prepping. This is Zach Smouse. We got Smouse in the house. All right. He's saying, uh, just wanted to share the support for MHH. I loved the play, but I still don't trust Vance Joseph. I loved seeing Sean Payton chewing him out again. Now, I wasn't watching the broadcast. I didn't see that. Did you? Must have been a broadcast feature. We'll have to we'll have to see it. We were there in person, so we'll circle back on that front. But but Zach, thank you, buddy. Really appreciate you. Hope you're doing well. Uh, we've got Alonzo jumping in. Very generous super chat. Thank you, big dog. Saying we broke the curse of 16. Won a game after leading at halftime, and Nick got to witness a Broncos win. Lots of curses broken. Wasn't perfect, but a great team win. Very well said, Alonzo. Thank you very much, big dog. Appreciate you. Um, Scott's trying to say something, but I, I'm not going to lean over. Oh, uh, Phoenix Fire in the house. That's a newer name. I don't recognize that. Do you? I recognize Phoenix Fire. You do? I recognize okay. Phoenix Fire. Nick, uh, you're, you're almost 20 years younger than I. Read this bad boy. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. They lose this game to a better team, but the gut check and fight back that wave of gloom was perhaps a start. I thought for sure it was a loss when PS2 got robbed and they scored. Yeah, I mean, that's football, right? You got to be resilient and you got to trust your scheme and each other and, you know, not go out there and play hero ball and uh, just go out there and out execute. I mean, the Broncos today, you guys know if you've listened to me on any of the Mile High Huddle shows, I harp and rave about turnovers. Broncos don't turn the ball over today. They win it one to zero. That game clenching one was the only turnover of the whole game. Huge, uh, huge do that. And also special teams. Broncos will let's three for three today on field goals. Packers miss a field goal. Broncos just win by two. So, I mean, the margins for this team are small, 
but they go out there and they execute those two today, and that's the difference in the game. This was one of those games that really reveals just how small and thin that margin for error in the NFL really is. So, uh, Phoenix, thank you very much. Appreciate it. It's good to see you. Um, okay, I think we're pretty caught up, right, Scott? We're, we're caught up for now on, on Supers. Okay, so let's we got a few more minutes and then we got a dip. So anything burning on your minds, guys, get it in the chat. We'll do our best to get to it. So um, real quick, message to everybody that came out for the meet and greet. Uh, you know, some of you come, you live in Denver, you're there. Many of you, in fact, the majority of you come from all over the place, all over this country, from the East Coast to California to Arizona. I mean, everywhere. And I just want you to know that we all appreciate you taking the time. I mean, obviously, you get to kill two birds with one stone, come say hi to us, and then go catch a game. But there were many people who made the trip, and they come say hi, and then they bounce. They don't even go to the game. They come to hang out with us, and we we it's it's a huge honor. So thanks to everyone that came out today. If you weren't able to make it, we hope to see you at the next one, and I just want to get that in. So, guys, as we uh, wind it down, I'm going to let's, – let's pass the mic to Lance. We'll go, we'll go around the table real quick. Uh, implications of this moving forward uh, with the Chiefs next up on deck, Lance. Well, I think, again, you know, just learning how to get a win, being resilient in what you did. Um, I don't know that the, the fire cell is necessarily going to start. I don't necessarily think that they're going to move on from a, a whole bunch of players, but I do think that it, it does, regardless of, of the win and what it is right now, you, again, you still have to reset this culture. You still have to reset this franchise and get started on the rebuild that you definitely need to have. It, there's a lot of positives to take away from this. You know, the the, the little things, like, like Nick said, executing your assignments, you know, being perfect on special teams, uh, winning the turnover battle, uh, Winning in the running game as, as often as the Broncos did today, they they I wish they went with it a little bit more, like I said earlier. But you know that just getting that um, getting that desire and the will to win is, is so huge for this team. Even though I don't think it's going to look necessarily the same moving forward here in the next couple of days, because what the the trade deadline is what next next Friday? Halloween 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 yeah exactly. So it, like we're we're right up against it, and it's it's going to suck unfortunately to see some of these guys move on from. But I, I think it's necessary regardless of the win today or not. Okay, Eric, uh, first of all, we uh, I hate to be the bearer of not bad news, but to remind everybody, if the Broncos weren't one for four in the red zone today, this would have been a runaway blowout. Yep. So there's still a lot of offensive kinks, obviously, to iron out, but what are some of the implications for you moving forward? Does this put the kibosh on the fire sale that everyone's basically been expecting for the last three weeks? I don't think it should. I mean, you beat a bad Packers team. Like, a win's a win. It's a great win. But, like, you have those issues still. You still have a defense. Like, they're starting to build confidence and everything. Two good games. But can you still trust them? Like, they started the first half against the Raiders pretty strong. And then they completely fell apart in the second half. So, it's hard to say no to the fire sale. I don't think that they trade away everybody. I still think three to five players get moved. Um for a decent return, just to rebuild some of that, uh, the lost draft picks that they have. Uh, Ethan's saying that was the last win of the season. Nick, your reply to this, and then also just the implications moving forward. It's hard to win games in the NFL. It's not like Ohio State playing Indiana or something. So Denver is going to probably, maybe not favored in any games the rest of the season, but I'd probably put their over under at about two and a half uh, right now, maybe 
maybe three and a half. So uh, it's possible they don't win any more games this season. Uh, but I think with how they played today, and also I think I do think they've kind of found something with the run game the last few weeks. Uh, they ran the ball True. more than they passed against the Chiefs, and uh, they I think they if they can keep it close and the defense can play as mostly disciplined as they did today, uh, you're going to be able to win some football games in the NFL because sometimes teams are just going to have bad games against you, and you're good enough to take advantage of that. Well said, my friend. Grover jumping in with a very generous super chat. Thank you, big dog. Uh, he says, happy for the dub, but this team clearly still has plenty of issues to address. Still can't stop the run. And was it just me or were our receivers constantly bunched together? Hashtag PS2 had possession. MHH for life. Thank you, buddy. Really appreciate you. So the Packers finished with 137 rush yards. The Broncos finished with 145 um, it stings. I'm obviously 137, not good. It stings and sticks in the craw. I think a little bit more with some of those big gash runs that they pulled off at the, in the second half when they started to build some momentum, but, um, progress on the, on the run game front, but obviously as he's, uh, alluding to not a solved, not a solution quite yet. Patriot text. Thank you, buddy. A win is a win. He says still think we need a rebuild. Got to get a franchise QB and improve the lines MHH for life. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, I'm still, uh, you know, nothing I saw from Russ today. I'm on record with everybody in the community. The the um, Kansas City game, I I've, I've officially came off Russ in terms of my expectation that he is a future guy. He's the answer. He could still justify the King's ransom the Broncos gave up to acquire him and then the quarter billion dollar extension. I'm still off that. Nothing I saw today uh, really moved me off that. Thank you, Mike. Uh, real quick, let's just, as a topic, close on this what are you seeing from russ do you agree with me etc cetera, etc cetera. uh i i agree 100 with you i've been kind of off russ for a lot longer than you to tell you the truth but uh uh the, the big thing is today while he was still effective there was still a lot of missed misplays out there there was a couple different times he had Cortland sutton on a deep over that was wide open um i think he had brandon johnson uh, on an over route in the end zone that was wide open for a touchdown um he had chris manhurts coming on a on a corner route uh late in the game uh on that last field goal possession you know like there's there's still some things that he's just not seeing it right and i, I think that's the big thing is he, he's got to play with a little bit more confidence and while it's still a Effective and he's still out there, you know, playing. I, I don't want to say winning football, but good enough that you could win with him. He's not the the player that you expected to get when you traded, you know, two first round picks, two second round picks, three starters, and then gave you know a quarter billion dollars to. So to me, um, I I don't necessarily know what to do in, in this particular case right now. Moving forward, just with the eighty five million dollars in dead cap that's coming up, you got to figure out something to do there because he has to be better than what he, what he has just period plain and simple. He's basically got 10 games left to prove that the Broncos are better off with him on the roster than off the roster eating 85 million plus dead over the next few years. Uh, but Pearl, thank you so much. We wish you were here today. Um, hopefully one day we do get to, to meet you. Really appreciate everyone's support at the meet and greet today. So fun. Appreciate all you guys for making uh, the trip. Many of you traveled, so love you guys. Any closing words, and then we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and hop off. Uh, let's just go around the horn. I'm I'm uh, gonna pass it to Nick. Yeah, just back to Russell Wilson. Uh, expectations low coming into this year. I felt like, I mean, he still has some issues hitting his drop back, getting through his reads, you know, ducking, bailing on a clean pocket. But I felt uh, today, for the most part, he protected the football. Um, he took calculated shots. Uh, you mentioned the Cortland Sutton one. I was. 
really pleased with the uh, the pass interference of Brandon Johnson down the slot and the four wide receiver set uh, that um, looked, looked like he looked off the safety there and then took a calculated shot, even though it's not a completion at the end of the day. You want to be calculated aggressive. And I thought we had that today in protecting the football. It is low bar, but if the defense shows up like that, the run game is like this, he can be the trailer, not the truck for the offense. And uh, you can win some football games like that. Well said. Just real quick, I got to I got to say this. Stu jumping in, Zeus McPeak with a generous super chat. Thank you, brother. Saying thanks for putting the get together uh, together for all of us. Thank you, brother. And it, it was really cool to be able to say Zeus in person to Stu. And we got a few pictures of it. So go check the MHH socials. It's there, Stu. So cool to see you, bro, and meet you in, in the flesh for the first time. The first face etched in the MHH Mount Rushmore. Zeus McPeak in the flesh shook his hand, hung out. Got to meet his family. Privileged. Thank you, bud. Uh, uh, Ethan, one last time, dude. Thank you. Look at this. Throwing down. He's uh, Look, I'm now I'm going to have all three guys leaving this place with their heads completely inflated. <laughs> I jest, but thank you. He says, Lance, good analysis. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Ethan. I appreciate you, man. Uh, hopefully to see you on uh, Dove Valley Deep Divers on Fridays moving forward. Don't get to see you very often, but thank you for your support, man. Again, it's it's always well appreciated because, again, without your guys' support, we couldn't do what we do best, man. True, and we wouldn't have been able to do the meet and greet. So thank you, guys. Uh, Eric, any last words, and then we got to dip on out of here. Yeah, I just want to touch on what Nick was saying about Russell Wilson with the calculated aggression. Yeah. Like, I've come off always about being such a hater on him but that's what i've been wanting like seeing what he was doing in seattle with like um going for those defensive pass interference drawing those you know willing to take those shots like even though it's not a wide open um even though it's not a uh, wide open shot like you're still making each the receiver challenge for the ball and like trusting your playmakers like i want to see i want to keep seeing that because it would be easier for him for him to like consistently be that and they can commit to him for two years comfortably and hope that you know he doesn't have a regress back to what he was um rather than having to eat the dead money well said um is there going to be a broncos for breakfast tomorrow morning there will be but it will be a solo scott will be holding down the fort while uh nick makes the pilgrimage back home so you know uh that's the way it is michaela again she's uh, got a message for zeus wonderful meeting zeus yes um, the first two faces, it really is the truth on the MHH Mount Rushmore, Zeus and the Duchess, Michaela Parker. They were both there today. It was so cool for us. I mean, we get a, we just get a thrill out of that. So Michaela, thanks for coming down. Thank you for the support. Very generous super chat again. And of course, Stu, AKA Zeus for uh, showing up. But guys, we got to dip on out of here. We'll be back in the saddle. KB, KB, where were you, dude? Where were you, bro? Uh, he says, what's up fellas? Sorry. I couldn't make it today. Took my took my mom to Mexico for her 75th. First time I watched a Broncos game in Spanish. LOL. Really cool. No, that's about the that's that's one of maybe two excuses that are gonna fly. You get a pass. It's all good. Give our best to mama and uh wish her wish her the best from MHH on her 75th. But we did miss you, KB. Appreciate you, big dog. But guys, we're out of here. So there will be a Broncos for breakfast tomorrow with uh Scott Kennedy. And then, of course, business as usual on the morning show uh, Tuesday. And then uh, there will, be, of course, be a, uh, the aftermath episode of the MHH podcast tomorrow night. What exactly that looks like, not sure quite yet. Got a few things juggling, but there will be a show, so stay tuned for that. Uh, in the meantime, you know the drill. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, at Mile High Huddle. Connect on Facebook, easy to find Mile High Huddle. Make sure you're subscribing on YouTube. 
and uh, check out the merch store, mhhmerch.com. Get your swag on, get a hack, get a T-shirt, get a Broncos for breakfast. Uh, we got some Dove Valley Deep Diver stuff coming in. We got some Building the Broncos stuff, uh, Mile High Insiders. By the way, shout out also to Luke Patterson, to Thomas Hall, to Ron White, to Dylan Von Arts, all making the trip, showing out in force, hanging out, uh, coming down to the stadium. So cool uh, to be uh, – just to be able to spend time with everybody all in one place as a staff, it was it was a privilege. So, guys, thank you. Yes, sir. This was awesome. Much love and respect. We're going to dip on out of here. For this cast of characters uh, next to me here, I'm Chad Jensen. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Love you. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.